Real estate report for March is out, and basically uh, prices edge up just a little bit Well, the number of listings fall. But let's dig into this report a little further with the real estate expert, John Pasalis. He's on the line and joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. John, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, if you could just uh, give us the, the broad headline. Have I got that pretty much right, that the prices are up a touch, but uh, our listing's down? Yeah, listings down, prices are up a touch, sales are pretty much flat. So it's a pretty, I mean, boring kind of year <laughs> over year, I'd say. Okay, but is it something we would expect in March? It's not exactly prime real estate season? You know what we would expect? I guess the thing that we weren't sure about was how the market's going to do this year relative to last year. And a lot of people have been concerned that, you know, Toronto might be following a similar trend to Vancouver. That's kind of seeing a real cool down. Uh, but we're not seeing that yet. You know, things have been relatively stable uh, in the GTA this year. All right. Average selling price was up, what, only half a percent? Yeah, yeah. You know, not very much at all. I mean, I think, again, this is kind of speaks to sort of the stability and um, and, and the, the impact of the stress test. I mean, it's kind of cooled demand a little bit. Things are are still competitive, but we're not seeing, you know, big increases in house prices. Well, I wanted to kind of dig into that a little further, if we could, that this flattened real estate market uh, year to year has uh, got some on uh, the region's real estate board uh, kind of calling for revisions or a look at the stress test? They are. I mean, of course, the real estate board wants to do whatever they can to, to increase sales. But, I mean, it's, it's not the best strategy. I mean, one of the, the problems in the GTA now are, are people are really over leveraged and you know, we don't really need policies that fuel demand because uh, all that's going to do is actually just push up house prices. So, you know, the fact that demand's been pretty stable and, and house prices have been flat, you know, has been one way of helping affordability, right? Sure. And I guess you could argue that the stress test has, uh, you know, uh, had some sort of influence in cooling the market uh, just a touch. But uh, it is there, as uh, I think you're alluding to. It's there for a reason. And the reason is, is to protect uh, consumers and to make sure that uh, people aren't getting in over their heads. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and the, the, one of the big side effects is not even just on first time buyers or, or, new, or you know, buyers upsizing. It's 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 made it harder for people who want to speculate in the housing market. I think that's kind of the one big positive side effect. A lot of people in the past were refinancing their homes and taking out home equity lines of credit to invest in real estate, and that's a lot harder today, uh, which is, again, a positive thing. We didn't really want that uh, that happening. Yeah, and with the release of this report, uh, the Real Estate Board also raising some concerns, John, about a proposed increase to uh, land transfer tax. Yeah, on the higher-end homes, I mean, the city's uh, proposing increasing land transfer taxes again on, on higher-end properties, exactly. I mean, and, and, you know, their argument is, and it's, I mean, I'd say it's a, a relatively valid one. I mean, the, the higher-end is the most sluggish market right now, and, um, you know, adding taxes that are effectively a disincentive for people to move up is probably not the best strategy in a, in a slowing market. Um, so their concerns, I'd say, are pretty fair on that point. All right. Well, uh, taking all of that into consideration and looking at things uh, moving forward, uh, new listings uh, in the month of March were down uh, just over 5% uh, year to year. Do you think yeah. it's because of some of these factors or is it just because it's, uh, again, the, the time of year and everybody's kind of waiting for the spring? I think it's tough to move right now. And I think that's part of it. I think it's, uh, it's, it's expensive to move. So a lot of people are just renovating their homes. Um, and we're also seeing more people, um, you know, just just kind of hit pause, uh, you know, and kind of not really sort of jump into sort of making these changes. And I think that's really one of the things that's kind of cooling the, the new supply right now. It's just it's tough for people to upsize, I'd say. 
Yeah, and are people kind of thinking twice as well because the market maybe isn't as uh, robust? Uh, again, we saw a half percent increase year to year in March. So, uh, you know, people that were thinking about maybe pulling the plug and uh, cashing in are kind of thinking twice about it now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially people who live in the 905 regions and the suburbs. I mean, they've seen their house values probably drop a little bit more than people living in downtown Toronto. So for them, you know, they're looking at selling now and they're, they're, you know, mentally they're doing this math and thinking about what they could have got if they sold in 2017. I mean, even, <laughs> even though you shouldn't be doing that as a homeowner, but, you know, for many of them, it's, it's, a, it's a, a reason not to sell right now, right? Sure. And uh, what's your prediction uh, kind of moving forward into April and uh, throughout the uh, summer months here? Uh, are we going to see an uptick in listings? Uh, is there going to be a bigger jump in uh, prices? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the market's probably kind of keep doing what it's doing. I mean, we might see a slight increase in prices, but I think we're going to kind of keep seeing, you know, housing sales uh, stay relatively stable. So I don't think we're going to see any big acceleration or any big kind of decline sort of like we've seen in Vancouver. I think things will continue to stay relatively uh, flat. Yeah. Why have we seen, uh, you mentioned Vancouver a couple of times, uh, why have yeah. we seen the situation uh, there uh, unfold like it has? Yeah, it's a lot different. So Vancouver is significant, much more overvalued than Toronto was. I mean, house prices there were maybe close to 10, 12 times income, whereas Toronto's eight. You know, they had a lot more uh, foreign money being invested there. There's a lot more money laundering going on in Vancouver than there was in Toronto. I mean, and then when we look at the positive fundamentals, Toronto, you know, has a little bit more population growth, job growth. All of the positive things are a little bit better in Toronto. So this is kind of why we're not having... Um, we're not seeing sort of the similar trend as, as Vancouver seeing right now. All right. Interesting stuff. Uh, thanks for breaking it down for us. Uh, John, good to talk with you as always. My pleasure. All right. There goes uh, John Pasalis, president of Realosophy Realty.